This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This is Engadget. Here's what's happening in the world of technology. Before we start, I want to welcome you to a new spin on your Engadget news feed. This is Engadget Tomorrow. We'll still bring you headlines from Engadget, but our focus is on the technology, science, and culture that is influencing the future ahead. Thanks for listening and Here's Engadget tomorrow. This episode is all about the future of AI-driven music and whether we really want or need more Beatles songs. But let's start with whether we want more stock music. Meta's AudioCraft research team has just released MusicGen, an open-source deep learning language model that can generate new music based on text prompts and even be aligned to an existing song, the decoder reported. It's much like ChatGPT for audio, letting you describe the style of music you want, drop in an existing tune, optionally, and then clicking Generate. After a good chunk of time, around 160 seconds in my case, it spits out a short piece of all-new music based on your text prompts and melody. The demo on Facebook's Hugging Face AI site lets you describe your music, providing a handful of examples like an 80s driving pop song with heavy drums and synth pads in the background. You can then condition that on a given song up to 30 seconds long, with controls letting you select a specific portion of that. Then you just hit Generate, and it renders a high-quality sample up to 12 seconds long. The team used 20,000 hours of licensed music for training, including 10,000 high-quality music tracks from an internal data set along with Shutterstock and Pond5 tracks. To make it faster, they used Meta's Encodec audio tokenizer to generate smaller chunks of music that can be processed in parallel. Last month, Google released a similar music generator called MusicLM, but MusicGen seems to generate slightly better results. On a sample page, the researchers compare MusicGen's output with MusicLM and two other models, Refusion and MuseI, to prove that point. It can be run locally, a GPU with at least 16 gigabytes of RAM is recommended, and available in four model sizes, from small, 300 million parameters, to large, 3.3 billion parameters, with the latter having the greatest potential for producing complex music. As mentioned, MusicGen is open source and can even be used to generate commercial music. We tried it with Ode to Joy and several suggested genres, and the results were mixed. Still, it's the latest example of the breathtaking speed of AI development over the past half year, with deep learning models threatening to make incursions into yet another genre.
And now on to Sir Paul himself. AI-assisted vocals aren't just for bootleg songs. Paul McCartney has revealed to BBC Radio 4 that he's using AI to turn a John Lennon demo into one last song for the Beatles. The technology helped extract Lennon's voice to get a pure version that could be mixed into a finished composition. The piece will be released later this year, McCartney says. McCartney didn't name the song, but it's believed to be Now and Then, a 1978 love song Lennon put on cassettes meant for other former Beatles. The Guardian notes the tune was considered for release as a reunion song alongside tracks that did make the cut, such as Free as a Bird, but there wasn't much to it, just a chorus, a crude backing track, and the lightest of verses. The Beatles rejected it after George Harrison thought it was bad and the electrical buzz from Lennon's apartment didn't help matters. The inspiration for the revival came from dialogue editor Emile de la Rey's work on the Peter Jackson documentary Get Back, where AI separated the Beatles' voices from instruments and other sounds. The tech provides some sort of leeway for producing songs, McCartney adds. To date, music labels typically haven't been fond of AI due to copyright clashes. Creators have used algorithms to have famous artists sing songs they never actually produced, such as a recently pulled fantasy collaboration between Drake and The Weeknd. This, however, is different. McCartney is using AI to salvage a track that otherwise wouldn't have reached the public. It won't be surprising if other artists use the technique to recover work that would otherwise sit in an archive. Thanks for listening to the show. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Today's show featured journalism by Engadget contributors Steve Dent and Joe Fingus and was produced by Spoken Lair. I'm Imran Shaikh, and we'll talk more tomorrow. If you want to catch the latest tech news as it's happening, check out Engadget.com or tune in again every weekday. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.